Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello, welcome to Hardcore Listing with me, Christopher William Wilhelm Glassam, and uh, my um, resident hero, Stuart Roy Riffin. Hello, Christopher uh, Wilhelm <laughs> Glassam. You all right? Well, no, you're not nah. all right, are you? Like, <laughs> nah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing yeah. um, a, a proper part one, Glassam. you got your, your arm up in your sling, because... I mean, I've not actually had the proper conversation with you yet. You gave mm. me a brief when I called you when you was out mm. in. Was it France? <clears throat> you was you was in France. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, France. Yeah. So for people that don't know, you you've um, smashed your collarbone to pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did yeah, that? Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows you was trying to be rad. Um, yeah, it's a pa- this is a Patreon episode, right? No, no, this is Monday's episode. Okay, well then I'm not going to go into it. I'll go into it in a Patreon episode. <laughs> Okay, yes, you're only uh, uh, and, and the patrons will find out all the reasons why I'm only going to do it on Patreon and, and not on the Acast as well. But yeah, wonderful. Well, it, I'm not trying to be a dick. It, no, no, let's use it. Let, let, let's let's <clears> use that for some marketing spin. People, if sure. you want to get the exclusive on just how much of an idiot he is, go over to Patreon uh, and then you'll also get access to 300 back catalogue episodes of both me and him being massive idiots um, mm-hmm. because we put an episode out each week just for Patreons and. We do live hangouts. Um, I'm sure you all know the drill by now, but um, it's a really cool little thing. And last weekend, um, one of our patrons flew over, um, the lovely Noel, um, flew over from America to hang out with the patrons. And I think about 40 of them descended upon um, London and spent the weekend together, you know, hired hotel rooms and went to comedy nights and, and just all hung out. And it just blew my mind. I sent had a photo shoot with one of our other sponsors, Luke Bamboom. Yeah, like he'd done a photo shoot for him, and yeah, it was just it's, it's, it's so cool to see. So, you know, you don't have to be part of that when you become a Patreon, but you know, there's another whole little social group um, of people that have met through this podcast that mm. are now hanging out in in a, in a huge yeah. group and doing really cool things. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's, if that's not a good enough reason to to, to support the podcast, <clears throat> then um, the, the the essential, essentially, you're helping fund this podcast because yeah. you've been getting your your episodes every Monday for free mm-hmm. for four years now, and and so yeah, we have to pay a little production bits and pieces and and whatnot. So yeah, 
um, sign up over Patreon, get access to loads of other stuff. You get to watch um, all the videos as well. You get two video episodes each week, mm -hmm. and you get access to them exclusive drunk casts that we've done with Pippikins. Um, mm -hmm. Watch us with Brett Goldstein and Ramesh Ranganathan. Um, there's some absolute belters there. So, yeah, www.patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Chris, should we take a break and get some... Uh, Let's hear some sponsoroonies. Bosh. Bangboomcreative.com. That's where you need to go for the very best in film and photography work. Yes, yes. Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for a few years now, and we can tell you two things about them. One, their stuff is bloody excellent. They've produced content for the smallest charities to the biggest commercial brands, and it's always bang on. Yeah, it works. We've seen Luke deliver an epic cinema advert for Pip, amazing photo shoots for the Two Girls One Shot podcast, made the girls look incredible, and of course he's done loads of great stuff for us, great visuals, loads on Instagram. The one he did of me as an Ewok was proper good and secondly well they're just bloody nice people uh lovely to work with lots of companies can kind of take pictures and film something but not everyone can do it with the sort of passion and and just ruddy kindness that sets luke and bang boom apart from all the others so if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company please go check out bangboomcreative.com proud sponsors of the hardcore listing podcast the world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place, but with Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you'll always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere and usually come across as friendly members of your community. They can be simply doing DIY during the day and podcasting at night. The dangerous loner. They could also be running a well-known nightclub at the same time. Their cloven hoof is scraping behind you. Wrenchy's Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for, as well as teaching life lessons and fitness, and of course, more importantly, peace. At Sama, we teach karate, kickboxing, tai chi, and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four-year-olds to the very elderly, even Shu. Rude. Uh, they can cater for all your needs, from just general fitness uh, or a new hobby, right the way through to a career in teaching martial arts. They run corporate training days for companies to have as team building exercises as well as local self-defence classes. They even teach a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence whilst carrying your child, not defence against maniac murder babies. There is absolutely no defence against them. Be aware of that. Chris, where can people find out more about the Sama Academy? Yes, you can find out everything you need over at sama-academy.co.uk. That's S-A-M-A-academy.co.uk. And maybe you'll become a black belt just like me. Uh, hello, this is uh, Chiles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what, what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs, 
We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, while I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. There we have it, you crazy kids. There are our sponsors. <clears throat> well... Low be it to us to not celebrate International Women's Day, yep. right? Yeah. So we thought we would do a top five related to that. We have done uh, many um, different ones of these over the years. We've had some great female guests on as well. Um, <clears throat> but today it's just me and you, mano y mano. Top five tits. Top five tits. Individual ones as well. Um, we, we, yeah, we can, we can add so that not on the the pair. end. So not the pair. I want to do, do a top five pairs of tits. <laughs> Um, and you know how many people are just going, yeah, you should be number one. Uh, and then, yeah, and then this week uh, on Patreon, we'll be doing top five minges. Yeah, yeah, just to give some, uh, and then and then Patreon, like the upper levels, will get top five arseholes as well, <laughs> just to cover all the uh, danger zones. <laughs> you a couple of arseholes. <laughs> Misogynist pricks. <laughs> Top five powerful women in films. Yes. And we have done things like, uh, this is like strongest women. We have done like most badass women in film because I, I actually found my old top five. But, you know, there's loads. And I when we did that one, I didn't even get through half of the women that I wanted. Sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> nice one, Glasson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking birds, eh? Um, the women that I wanted to talk about. Um, but actually, I, I, I've... I've uh, yeah, so I've actually got a nice long list here. Wicked, wicked. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start. Go on then, mate. Uh, I'm going to start with Judy. Uh, oh. I watched Judy. He's not going to... I hope it's not Judy. It's, it, it, this is really weird. This is so mad, because this is my number five. Do you mean as in Judy Garland? Yeah. Right, okay. Because I've chose... My number five is Dorothy Gale from The Wizard of Oz. Wow. What a what what the chances? Well, let's discuss. Let's discuss. Yeah, man. So um, that's weird. It's very strange. I, I was like, where do I where do I where do I uh, pop her in? And then I thought, no, number five. <laughs> number five is sorry. Go on, pop one in it. Go on, son. <laughs> Innuendos. <laughs> oh god. Um, sorry. Right. Um, Go on I watched. It's on the BBC iPlayer, uh, mm-hmm. and I was looking for something to watch, and uh, I noticed that they put Judy on there. And mm. I'd never seen it, and I know very little about Judy Garland other than mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz and some, you know, like obviously she lies on Manelli's mum, and yeah. some kind of drink drug dependency issues. Yeah. Um. In, in in you know what I thought was at the end of her career, um. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big big fan of Renee Zellweger. I think she's yeah, uh, I think she's great, amazing. <clears throat> um. Mm-hmm. And. She, uh, I don't know if she got any award for that film, but my God, ridiculous. Have you seen it? 
Uh, no, it's, no, because you only mentioned it the other day yeah. when we had uh, one of our patrons on Noel. Yeah, and um, so good. No, though. I haven't had a chance. Yeah, so good, and uh, and it kind of. It's not too many sort of spoilers, really. It's it's quite a well documented story, but it mm. kind of flits between her, you know, initially on the set of Wizard of Oz, and yeah, and you know, being told like she's with um, uh, oh, what's his name, Rooney, um, Rooney, uh, oh god, and she's got a crush, Wayne, Wayne Rooney. She's with Wayne Rooney, <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, she's she's sitting there having a burger with him and, and saying, like, you know, are, are we are we dating? And he's like, no, 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 no. And she's just got this burger and she won't eat it because she's been told she's not allowed to eat. And by by basically the, 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 the powers that be in Hollywood and they've just literally, she's got an assistant that at such a young age is giving her uppers and downers the slimming pills. And Flipping it, man. And it's fucking... I mean, what's weird is, you know, you, you just look at that and think, God, that was, you know, over, was it over 100 years ago now? No, no, 80 years ago. Um, yeah. And you just think, like, fucking hell, like, you know, how was that? That shit is probably... And, and worse, is probably happening in Hollywood and, and it's, you know, that's been brought to the forefront over the recent years. Well, yeah, there has. And, and there's a lot of great stuff that's... No, sorry, let me rephrase that. There's a lot of important stuff that's been said and yeah. a lot of brave women who've stepped forward... 100%. And, call, and called out some fucking... Scumbags. Cretins. Um, like, absolute cretins. And and it's such a shame, that, mate. Yeah, go on. Yeah. And it, and it just sort of documents her, basically... Her, her career is fucked and she she has to come to the UK because no one in America necessarily wants to work with her because of her addiction issues. Mm. Um, and, and, and in the UK, she's still, you know, a huge name because it's Judy Garland. And, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a harrowing film. She has to leave her children with her, uh, her ex-husband to, to come and make money so she can get enough money to buy a house and go back and be able to live with her kids. Uh, and, yeah, and she's just shockingly lonely, um, and yeah, and just addicted to drink and prescription pills, and it's it's it's, it's a real heartbreaker. And there's some. Did she make many films? Show like yeah, yeah, yeah. But like as as the career sort of got into more of the sort of twilight years, I guess she got more on the kind of not cabaret circuit. That's that's not really, but the mm. kind of sort of. What you see a lot of people doing some Vegas sort of things like you yeah. know go and sing all the hits and and you know and she'd be I don't know where it was in London if it was a Palladium or something like that but she was doing this little residency there and and, and making money uh, but you know she'd have you know uh, men in her life that would promise her the world and like um, and and would then you know it'd it'd go you know she'd go oh you've got this thing like you need to invest in it and we can make this and I'll dub it and like and then it'd all go and it was like it's just really really tragic and then yeah there's 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 a, a scene quite near the end where basically they're um doing a uh, a sort of um uh they're they're doing a uh sorry my father-in-law's just turned up and I imagine with a a, a, a bag of stuff for me to put in the van for the road trip. Aww. It's all right. Um, and yeah, and then basically, um, you just see this this performance of somewhere over the rainbow at the end, where she's kind of shot to bits, really, and and and, and died like a few weeks later. And that's not a spoiler, yeah, that, you know. It's but it's uh, 
Yeah, uh, but just yeah, just like all the shit that was thrown at her, she just kept getting up on stage and to do her thing to try and get her money to get back mm. to be able to like get a house, support her kids, and yeah, and it was just you've got every fucking grim part of show business just throwing it, throwing bombs at her left, right, and centre, and uh, yeah, but yeah, it, 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 you know, just a real, a real fucking performer and a, and a real. A real casualty of 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 the grotty side of of, of Hollywood show business. Yeah, but yeah, oh, that's tragic, man. I I had no idea that her life was that that hard. Mm. Um, I really didn't. It didn't and, touch. Um, sorry, it, it didn't touch too much on Liza Minnelli. Like that, she features mm. in it briefly, and and you'd imagine that. I don't know if at that point Liza Minnelli's career had took off. I guess it was post cabaret that her career really exploded. But mm. I, I I did wonder what the grey area there was. You know, did. Did she have money, um, Liza? Could she not have helped? I don't know, but uh, but yeah, definitely uh, one to watch, and you can watch it for yeah. free on the BBC Our Player. Well, that puts a bit of a. I mean, it, it really does show how false Hollywood is. Then, when you see like, because I I picked Dorothy Gow because you know the story of Dorothy Gow and what she has to do, and the fact that she gets whisked away from her home in a terrible hurricane. Um, and and la- landing in a foreign world where like you know everyone's against her, she doesn't understand anything, and to get home she's got to be very brave and she's got to show so many different qualities in order to get where she needs to go. And that whole story is resonating quite quite uh, quite incredibly at the moment. If yeah. looking at the world we live in, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and 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 yes, I just think she's just. She goes through that and she's still a beacon of um, sort of like righteousness and justice and kindness and strength in the face of people who are quite terrifying, really. The witch and even the wizard and, 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 you know, setting people like the lion straight and the tin man and the scarecrow. She does that all with a, some, with a youthful exuberance. Um, and so that's really cool. And like The Wizard of Oz is just one of those epic movies that you know it's going to be considered a timeless classic. And somewhere over the rainbow, even it's now, one of the most beautiful records ever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's sad to see that you know Hollywood can tell you what it knows, what it wants to portray um, as what is good and just and right, mm. and at the same time, the people they're they're using to tell that story, they are treating a terribly yeah you know but it's fucking tragic how can people know so quite clearly that what they're sort of that that inherently doesn't feel right and yet uh and and then have like on the other side of it like this perfect uh picture of who dorothy gale is and yet still then abuse her behind the scenes it's very sad and there's that what happened what happens with corporations and money is that no one finds thinks it's their problem it's not their issue, and that they're actually they've got to get. Oh no, I'm going to get my job. I'm going to lose my job if I don't stay on top of um, Judy with her weight, and she's got to look this way. And like, I do get. I understand movies are about putting a spectacle on and like putting people into a fantasy realm, but surely there's a healthier way to do that. And and certainly, like hopefully nowadays we're, we're starting to embrace that now. You know, and there's people like I mean we're going to have Jess on soon, Jess Megan who who's a, a staunch fighter of, you know, people embracing body shapes and not just a, a specific body type that we're constantly hammered to uh, think is, is right for us. 
And that's that, you know, those sort of people were helping um, us cast more diverse roles and have less pressure on everyone, uh, very much so women and what they need to look like. Mm. But there's a long way to go still with that. Mm. Um, lovely. What's your, what's your number four, mate? Um, I'm, I'm sure it's probably in your five as well. Um, but yeah, just hidden figures. Um, oh, no, I, I removed it out of it. Right. So go on, you, um, you, can, you can bang on about it. But yeah, I mean, we, we've spoke about it previously um, on inspirational people or inspirational mm-hmm. women, um, j- just in general. And obviously, again, yeah. a, a, another true story mm-hmm. um, uh, about three, uh, it was three, wasn't it, African-American women that, that, that start to work for the... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the space race and NASA. And, uh, yeah, but Mary Jackson's the main focus, yeah. isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? yeah, and uh, it's it's unbelievable. Um, I, I won't say too much about it because I can't recommend that film enough. I've not spoke to anyone that's seen that and not gone, oh my God, that film's absolutely yeah. inspirational. Stope. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and obviously you realise that there's, there's, there's lots of kind of um, racism, inherent racism, and yeah. uh and yeah the 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 will and intellect uh and and yeah and just sheer sheer determination to to kind of move forward and do what she th- knows she can do uh you know he, he's absolutely fucking moving and yeah wonderful yeah hidden figures my number f- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, what's yours? Um, I'm going to go with Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. Okay. Okay, it's not a film, but it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like a film. Um, <clears throat> I think her story arc, I think she gets overlooked for Arya all the time. Which one is she? Obviously, so, well, there you go. Arya's the one, is the little one, who ends up becoming the assassin. Yeah. Sansa's the sort of red-haired girl yeah, who, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she, she, she kind of starts as like, I just think her story arc is one of the best in Game of Thrones. She ends up having to be with that little cunt, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, one of the, uh, yeah, yeah, what, what, are they, what are they called? Um, Lannisters. 
Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, uh, firstly King Joffrey. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then like she marries. So she starts with this prince. She really is this little girl with a princess fairy tale, and I think it's quite clever how Game of Thrones deconstructs the fairy tale, the, the princess thing. Like much like other characters, like Frozen, and uh, they've moved on from always having it so that the, the girl just longs to get married, and there's always like it's always a focus around a relationship with a guy. And Sansa has that, doesn't she? She's like, she just thinks she's going to get married. She's going to get married to King Joffrey. She's super naive, you know, can't wait to marry him. Super chuffed that she's going to get married um, to the king and become the queen. And kind of like, you know, be careful what you wish for, mate, because Joffrey is an absolute insane tyrant. Mm. And not only is she terrified in that abusive relationship, when she flees, she ends up falling victim of... um, uh, is it, I was going to say Ewan Greyjoy. Is it? Uh, I think I've definitely got that wrong. It's the it's the other bastard guy who chops off uh, what's his name's Willie, uh, and then he Ewan, proceeds. Uh, he's Ewan, isn't it? I can't think what his, his his second name is, but yeah. Yeah, and he just go. You know, he proceeds to just rape her and beat her. So she really falls from this like this whole sort of like idea of a, a princess fairy tale gets snatched like a rug from underneath her. And she has to, you know, that her story arc of how she has to wisen up and learn all these fucking really hard lessons. So at the end of it, she's like, she's out, she's out foxing Littlefinger, who Littlefinger's a, like one of the most manipulative and smart characters in it. What uh, is, in ah, Game of Thrones? So is that the because she's smart? Now, is that why Molly calls you Littlefinger? Um, yeah, that's exactly why she calls ah, me Littlefinger. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, did yeah, wonder. Yeah. Because she yeah. was like, when when like, I was speaking to her a lot when you was on holiday, mm. and she was just saying, oh, yeah, Littlefinger's home tomorrow, great. And like, <laughs> and I was like, why Littlefinger? But uh, mm. I didn't realise, that's why. I think it's because she wants to cut my throat, yeah. actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and she, so, so in the end, that she's smart enough to play the Game of Thrones, and she does it really yeah. well. Like, by the end, she's like bitch-slapping people who are just like like losing their minds and losing their composure. And I just love that. I thought that was a, mu- you know, the thing with Arya is easy to fall in love with Arya because she like becomes this like n- assassin. Yeah. But I think Sansa's story is uh, a little bit more realistic in a way, and she doesn't become a Mary, uh, a Mary Sue. She doesn't. She isn't just like imp- like undefeatable. I think she's like almost like a bit more of a realistic character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Sansa Stark is like really good. That's a great. Show. I think she. I think the actress is superb as well. She's. Uh, I think she's going to have a good career, even though Dark Phoenix was shit. Anyway, go on. What's your number? Whatever it is, four. Uh, Wait, no, it's your three. It's your yeah, three. I'm going to go Aaron Brockovich for three, um, mm-hmm. just because I, I. You know, I've seen that film <clears throat> quite a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I saw it at cinema when it came out. Um, I guess maybe at a most commercial, mm-hmm. commercially successful period of her career, Julia Roberts, you know, just mm-hmm. delivers this incredible, incredible performance um, mm. of the story of Aaron Brockovich. Um, you mm-hmm. know, someone from a, a poor background in America, struggling mm-hmm. single mum, and uh, yeah, manages to to get a part time job um, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in a in a um, uh, uh, an office that deals with the legalities of of, of all sorts mm-hmm. of bits and pieces, and, and one of those yeah. things that she stumbles across is is the fact that this huge corporation um, and the work they're doing is quite clearly poisoning 
yeah. a community and there's you know cancers rife and all sorts of, of illnesses are affecting these families and their children and yeah. uh and obviously this you know oh, I shouldn't use the word ballsy but this um mm. this 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 powerhouse that is just you know not necessarily going through the right methods of of trimming you know cutting the red tape it's just like i'm gonna go and knock on doors i'm gonna do this i'm gonna use my personality i'm gonna go with the human touch and go and speak to these people one at a mm -hmm. time and get their stories and bring their stories to attention and the fact that you know that that the company that she's working for is kind of frowning on it at first just saying look you know this is a corporation we're too small this is never going to happen and and ha you know spoiler alert um she she just brings the whole fucking thing to its knees and it's unreal no legal background just determination to 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 study to act on people's you know from seeing like people's you know struggles and seeing these people that are are dying and and uh, you know I've got life changing things uh, that that have come as a result of of, of what this corporation's doing you know she's just acting on it uh with such determination and yeah the 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 results are you know uh, for for what she done was absolutely remarkable and then to you know to continue long after that case as well and to be you know very very much involved in you know becoming a powerhouse in the legal system uh in in the states <coughs> so much so they make a fucking film about it that <coughs> and i think correct me if i'm wrong listeners but i'm sure julia roberts won some awards for that um uh, yeah, wonderful performance, wonderful. And I think um, the, uh, the 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 guy that owns the firm. Oh God, what's his name? Oh God, uh, who died a couple of years ago? Oh fuck, what is that actor's name? Um, but yeah, I'm sure he won an award for that as well, uh, and rightly so. Yeah, uh, an incredible film. And yeah, uh, Aaron Brockovich, what a woman. Good shout, mate. Good shout. Um, I still can't remember if I've watched it. Oh, dude, not. it's fucking brilliant. They yeah. made a film very similar that came out a couple of years ago called, I think it's called Dark Waters. Um, oh, right, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, and that's very similar, like a kind of small-town lawyer, like, just ends up just going, oh, hang on a minute, no, 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 this is, like, and, and yeah, again, just, it's amazing what you can pull off with a bit of <coughs> grit and determination. And, uh, yeah, and go against the odds sometimes. It's, uh, yeah, it's remarkable. What's your number three, dude? This is a Jade um, Adams favourite, Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So as we well know, Jade, um, uh, fantastic comedian. Um, I, I, I've been watching her, following her Instagram, and she she's bloody brilliant, she is. Uh, me and Molly watched her stand-up not that long ago as well, uh, Little Black Dress, and I thought that was fucking excellent. Really funny. Um and one of her heroes is Buffy. She's absolutely obsessed with Buffy. Mm. Um, and rightly so. I, I used to be obsessed with Buffy. Um, you know, there, there's, it's really interesting, this, because, like, it's a bit like Judy... Like, you know the Judy Garland thing where, you know, she was getting a load of shit. The people... The Josh Whedon, who, uh, who is the, basically the creative lead and director of Buffy, turns out he's an absolute fucking monster. Um, and he was just a tyrant on set. He was a tyrant on set to a lot of the actresses. Um, 
And they've just got to put up with that absolute bullshit of the weird shit games. I think he kind of like pined after her as well a little bit. And so she not only she she's had to put up with that nonsense off 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 screen, um, but she you know plays this really great character in Buffy. And, and what I love about Buffy as a character is um, she's not perfect in any way, shape, or form. So she, she obviously she has these powers, and she's like, look, she's the one. She's a slayer. She slays vampires. All the stuff that you must hate hearing about. Um, you know, but beyond that, she's she's kind of like, she's imperfect. She sometimes fucks up. She sometimes makes the wrong choices. She's very, very human. But through it all, she has a charisma and a will to do good. And to, you know, face where she's gone wrong and apologise and put things right. And I just really can get behind a character like that. Like someone who's got depth. Um and it's also a lot of fun. And you get to kill a lot of vampires in it as well. So, you know, who wouldn't want to be like a vampire slayer? Unfortunately, you can't be a slayer if you're a dude. Um, it's, you know, it's only female slayers. So, yeah, unlucky if that's what you wanted to be, mate. So, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is my number two, I think. Three. Yeah, it's, like I said two because I've been in France, oh, mate. Like, said, look, right, yeah. Soaking up the lingo. Nice. Nice. Um, I've never seen an episode. Um, I don't know if you want to. Nah. Like I think that, I think uh, my eldest started watching it a little while ago, but um, mm. yeah, I know. Like again, it probably dropped at the time when I was probably doing all the band shit and just weren't really yeah. about much. And I know it was a nah. huge show. I've got the I've got the soundtrack. I've got the mm. soundtrack. Um, and that's got some crackers on it. That's got um, the Sundays doing Wild Horses, which is mm. stunning. It's also got Guided by Voices, Teenage FBI, which is a tune as well. Mm. I can't think what else is on that. But yeah, like I've never actually seen the the show. But uh, yeah, good shout, dude. Right. What's your number <coughs> two? Um, right, so I'm going to go... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> and I watched this last night. The film's called Misbehaviour, um, mm. and uh, and it's the true story of a fast-accelerating wo- uh, women's lib movement. Mm-hmm. Stars Kira Knightley um, and Jesse Buckley, uh, mm-hmm. and Jesse Buckley, I think, is arguably one of the the, the greatest British uh, actors currently. Um, I think she's uh, remarkable, uh, and it's based around um, the Miss World competition in nineteen seventy. Oh wow! And uh, which is organised. Uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but uh, Reese Iphens plays it brilliantly, mm. and it's just gross. Like I was going to say, I uh, bet he's playing a bit of a slime ball, is he? Yes, but like, yeah, just uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's mad when you watch it. You know, the whole kind of right girls now turn around and show everybody what they've not they've not seen yet, and like they just turn around so everyone can look at their arses. It's like. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it was so disgusting. I just couldn't mm. believe what I was watching. So I watched it a few times. That's On your uh, own? Yeah, just to let it process. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Jokes but aside, it is creepy as shit, isn't it, man? It's, it's, like, it's, it's mad because that's 1970. But obviously I'm old, but I'm not that old, right? Mm. And I can remember being like 10, 11, 12 and, and watching Miss World. Like I remember that being like 
you know, a massive thing. Like, it was massive, mm. like, the Eurovision Song Contest was massive then. Like, you know, it was like one of these sort of yearly things that it was like primetime television. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking nuts when you look back mm. and you you watch it, you think, fucking hell, what was we mm. thinking? Mm. But <clears throat> this film, Kira Knightley's um, uh, kind of... Uh, 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 um, meets up with Jesse Buckley uh, mm-hmm. and and some uh, some other sort of and I, I was like I guess they were kind of like sort of activists um, for mm-hmm. women's rights and uh, mm-hmm. and they decide that they're going to um, basically ransack uh, Miss World on live television and Bob Hope is flown over from the from America to to do mm. some comedy and yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and and it, it's 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 amazing what they done on live television. These women yeah. uh, and literally disrupted <laughs> it. Like, what they do then? Like literally, um, no, like what um, I can't think what they're called. Like the rattle things that that people used to take to football yeah, yeah. matches in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally stood up and was like, and then like literally just ran like run onto the stage and like threw like big flower bombs at loads of people. And like it, like carnage. They had to pull it off of the live uh, stream, and uh, and yeah, and obviously they all got arrested, um, and yeah, and it, and it was like basically brought so much attention to that and to the women's lib movement, uh, and and yeah, I'm not overly switched on to the the, the, the kind of fundamentals and the roots of the women's lib movement, so I don't want to mm-hmm. sort of say anything that yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, okay. that's that's wrong, but. Um, I'm sure that 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 brought a lot of it to a, a, a head there because that was prime time television and and yeah it was remarkable. Um, it was the first time that um, South Africa had two entrants um, entries entries. Um, obviously, entries. I think. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, one was white, and this was the first time that uh, mm. a, 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 a black woman was. Um, and obviously, uh, the, uh, I guess it very much at a time of apartheid as well. Um, mm. And, and yeah, and, and a woman from Grenada, uh, uh, a black woman from Grenada won that year as well, which was, uh, it, so it made it a, and then you, you just get this scene at the end where the, the, the winner finds herself in a room with Kira Knightley and they have this conversation about she's just won it. Yeah. And she's won it as a black woman. Yeah. In a very very different time, yeah, yeah. And this, you know, and you've got Kira Knightley talking about what she's trying to do for women. And it was like a really, it was brilliant, really really good. Um, and yeah, I, do you know what? I think that's on. Um, so, so, so does it approach the sort of like you know the rights and wrongs of that as a contest then? Yeah, like, oh, you know, of course. Like you know, you, because because I don't. Yeah, go on. You see her on on, on like a, a, a television show, like you know, debating it, and you've just got this this guy and a former Miss World going. Well, it's, I think it's lovely. And it's like, well, the female form, we like to, you know, men will always want to look at the female form. What's mm. wrong with looking at pretty women? And it's like, mm. it's it's prehistoric. Mm. But, yeah, you know, I remember people talking like that, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's, yeah, it's it's weird when you look back at it because you just yeah. think like, my God, and then you realise that these kind of movements and and I'm sorry, these kind of, I don't want to sort of take anything away from these the people. No, but you realise that these kind of 
actions mm. were laying foundations and breaking down barriers and pushing the you know uh, and, and making people think twice about oh I just watched Miss World you know look at some pretty women it's like it's fucked mm. up like you know she says like at what what other whenever will you see a parade of people that have been weighed uh, and and you know like <laughs> literally measured other than a cattle market <laughs> and like yeah. and that's paraded in front of the world yeah uh yeah it's fucking crazy um but yeah the film do they still have that then and do they still weigh women for it i have no, like, uh, yeah, no, no idea yeah no idea it was just and i remember they'd interview them and it was obviously the cliches of like i just want world peace and you know mm. and but i mean i don't know if miss world still exists like i'm sure it I'll probably be i'm be surprised if it doesn't well i'm gonna have a look because um yeah i uh you know, you still see like, uh, yeah, Miss World 2021 was Thursday the seventh. Oh no, Miss World 2021 will be on seventeenth uh, of March 2022. Okay, so it's a bit been put back because of COVID. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Fucking hell. Miss World I don't know. I don't, I, I, I have... 70th edition. Yeah, I admit, yeah, I have mixed feelings about it all. I really do. I, I, I think if if you're going to do something like that, I think it's just, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's confusing because, you know, I, I don't want people to be reduced to what they look like. Yeah. But you, you time, do like tits though, people, don't you? Love a, love a tit. Singular. Um, but I do think that, you know, it's funny because Valentina Shevchenko stuck up for the ring girls uh, mm. in, in UFC after, like, uh, sort of Khabib just went, 
what they're doing there there's no point they're not serving no purpose and Shevchenko uh, my probably well, definitely my top five favourite fighters she stood up for them and just went oh fuck off mate they're you know they're working hard I think it's a valid job as anything else um, and ultimately what the ring girls are is by and large is you know is is, is some it's had a bit of like sexiness to the, the proceedings isn't it I find it all very conflicting. I don't know where these days. I'm not going to rush my decision on where I where I fall with any of it. Mm. I think I think what regardless of that, I think that my ultimate thing is people should be treated with um, dignity and respect and equally and 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 and, and equally. And if, if people want to, if if people that's they they want to craft their bodies and make themselves, you know, go look, you know, I like to keep in shape and you know I take care of myself, and I, I think that's it can be an art form in, in in and of itself. As long as you're being treated with dignity and respect, and and you're treating others with it, then you know it's a it's a free world. But it's a tricky, tricky subject. It's not that. just and body, though, is it? You're being judged on your looks as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, it's again difficult. We're mm. all judged every way and shape and form. If there's a way of being, I don't know, in doing it, and I, I really don't know the answer to any of that. I'm, I'm, I'm I, no I expert, really don't. but I I think when I I watch that, it. It made me feel a bit queasy that mm. I remember watching stuff like that, and I remember it being like, you know, yeah, oh, it's Miss World tonight. What and it like, is is yeah, but that used to be. It was all a cover up for people to be fucking absolutely lecherous, and 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 how they're talking to the women when they're doing the doing the things. I think all of that is is part of it. Like there's there's a there's a there's a sinister undertone as a to, as opposed to a celebration of. Um, male and female forms and in all its shapes and sizes it isn't that it becomes basically a glorified wank and um i don't know i think that was a working title for the film (laughs) i don't don't know again i'm not trying to say right or wrong any anything here yeah i don't think my brain's big enough to figure that out i just want people to treat each other with dignity and respect and people should be free to do by and large what they want to do as long as they're not hurting themselves in the process all right Right, okay number two um well, is it my number two? Mm. I'm going to go with Alabama. Okay. Alabama Whitman. That. Alabama Whitman, uh, played by Patricia Arquette from True Romance. Okay. Because Alabama is by no means um, uh, the sidekick to um, um, Christian, Slater. Christian Slater's character. She like they're they're in it together. They're equal, and they're equally as cool as fuck. And and Alabama is like, <laughs> she's such a sweet, wonderful human being who's been like what a prostitute for four whole days. By the time she's been arranged to to uh, give like Christian Slater the time of his life, because he's a bit of an awkward nerd loner, and they happen to fall in love with each other over like watching kung fu films and um. I, she's just a very like the, the what I love about Alabama is she's like a very principled human being and she sticks to her guns and she sticks to the people that she loves and that she sees a good in um you know and there's that absolutely violent scene with um James Gandalfini who went on to be obviously Tony Soprano where he's given her the absolute beating of her life to for her to rat out um um, Christian Slater's character. I can't remember. I can't even remember his character name in it. I always remember Alabama, but I can't remember Slater's character. Um, and she she takes a licking and keeps on ticking and never gives him up. And um, 
there's that throughout the, the throughout the film between the pair of them that they just you know desperately in love. It is true. It is a true romance, a true love that they have for each other. And she's just got so much character. Yes, she's beautiful, but um, I think it's their charisma and their, their their interactions with each other that just I just think ah oh, she's an ace character. She is in films, um, and I always forget that. I always forget that. True Romance is 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 one of my is one of the greatest films of all time. Absolutely. I think I really genuinely do think that it's it's that it's perfect nineties sort of cool. Um, it is quite violent, uh, which is sort of like endemic of like nineties movies. Um, but yeah, it written by Tarantino, I believe, just an absolute powerhouse of a film. And Patricia Arquette, as I say, like uh, she stand out for me as Alabama. And just this woman who, you know, has been given a bit of a shit hand, but finds an opportunity with Christian Slater and runs with it. And uh, yeah, she's just lovely. Fucking lovely. So that's my number two. Someone I've not really spoken about that much. But yeah, that that scene where she takes a beating is pretty unforgettable. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Right. My number one. Tina Turner. Oh, wow. Um, have you seen What's Love Got To Do With It? No. Oh, man. Is this about her and her partner? Ike Turner, yeah. Ike, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But let, let's not say it's all about him and her because it's 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 more about what she she done. So she's, you know, she's, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a singer in the church, you know. Um, Anna May um, is obviously her name. And... Uh, and she, she's kind of quite a shy, shy kid, teenager, and then goes to watch Ike Turner and the Ike Turner band, the uh, superstars, and uh, and she gets up on stage and and duets mm-hmm. with him, and he's like, I can make you a star, and falls in love with her. <coughs> she falls in love with him, um, and then I think by the time they go on their first tour his behaviour starts to present itself uh, and there's obscene amounts of domestic abuse. Like mm. um, They have children uh, and he's... She ends up working with Phil Spector and records River Deep Mountain High, one of the greatest records ever recorded. Ike's not involved in that. You know, it's a huge, huge hit. Uh, I don't think that done Ike's ego any good that all of a sudden... You know, she was the star, not him. Yeah. It was Ike and Tina, but everybody wants Tina. <clears throat> yeah. So he, his ego was just, uh, you know, knew no, no limits and, and the drinking and the drugs and, and, and the, you know, and he, and he was shagging anything that moved as well. And like. Well, Ordo was still in a relationship. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. And like, I'm, I'm basically. Yeah, just that the, the the domestic violence is just horrible, and there's some really really strong scenes in that film. And uh, and it's, she's played by Angela Bassett, who I think for sure won an Oscar for that performance because it's fucking incredible. And then you see her discover um, Buddhism, uh, and you uh, really yeah, um, and then yeah, you just. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she she grabs her kids. She leaves, uh, and basically doesn't know what kind of career she's ever going to have. And then, 
basically <clears throat> um and it was it was actually um a producer that that produced it that um was in the human league and and heaven 17 martin ware and uh and he produced her cover of al green's um let's stay together mm-hmm. uh and yeah you see her do her first live show as tina um and then obviously that becomes a a global hit and then the next records the the private dancer album which had what's love got to do with it on and mm-hmm. private dancer and and she becomes probably the, the the biggest female um you know rock star in the world for for a long time you know to, to then mm-hmm. simply the best and you know just huge hit after hit after hit um <clears throat> and yeah just an absolute powerhouse of a vocalist front person um and yeah, just an absolute legend. And yeah, the film is amazing. Lawrence Fishburne plays Ike Turner, uh, and he's he's brilliant uh, mm-hmm. playing Ike as well. Uh, f- film's amazing, absolutely amazing. Angela Bassett's obviously fucking stunning in, in pretty much everything I've ever seen her in. Uh, but yeah, no, no more so than in this film. Yeah, what's love got to do with it? If you ain't seen that, Chris, fucking hell, that film's amazing. Yeah, um, no, I haven't. Mm. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I need to. I so many. I need to. Every time you remind me of these ones, I'm like, shit. I still haven't seen that mm-hmm. bad boy. Um, no, good choice, mate. Um, I don't really know a lot about Tina Turner. I think she was a little bit sort of before my age. I kind of remember seeing her in Mad Max. Yeah. And 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 like she's obviously a powerful character in that. But look at um, that. You know, we don't need another hero. Massive tune. Yeah. Massive top yeah, yeah. ten here. And. You, yeah, you know, you, you, you'd be surprised. You'd rattle off, like, Nutbush City Limits, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, fucking, what's it called? Uh, rolling on a river. Um, big Will keeps on turning. Proud Mary. Fucking Proud Mary. That mm, performance yeah. where you see her just spinning and, like, it's, oh, just fucking incredible. And... You know, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of her stuff she done in the eighties. Um mm-hmm. but uh but when you see what she's gone through and what determination she had to get where she got and it wasn't necessarily to be famous, it was to, to, to get her kids safe and and to get away from, you know, a, an awful abusive relationship with, with a you know, with with a, a terrible human who's dead now. Um but uh but yeah, Lawrence Fishburne's dead. Um, no, uh, Ike Turner's dead. Uh, I think Lawrence Fishburne's still with us. I'll, I'll Google that though, mate. Google that. I'll double check. Like, um, yeah, no, it's amazing. Really, really good film. So, what's your number one? Well, I'm switching it all up this time because I spoke of other female leads. So, I'm going to go with Clarice Starling from Silence of the Lambs, um, played by Jody, a young Jodie Foster. And it was Oscar winning as well. And I think it's Oscar winning. It's a little bit like, um, so for people, I mean, everyone's seen Silence of the Lambs now, right? Yeah. So it's basically uh, Anthony Hopkins plays an absolute psychopath um, cannibal who um, is being caught and locked up. And um, is Clarice Starling is a young FBI agent who kind of needs to use his brain and intelligence in order to catch buffalo bill who's a current psychopath out on the loose and it's just a bit like wizard of oz in the sense of uh, of, of uh, dorothy gal like she's kind of thrown into a world where 
she's very much a small fish in a big fucking pond. You know, she's, you know, there's not many, like, uh, you know, um, other females within the FBI. I don't think she's taken that seriously. Um, and yet she's put on this case. Um, and yeah, I just think she, she has to fight with, she has to run with the big dogs. Mm. And it's terrifying because she's trying to hunt down Buffalo Bill, who's a, you know an absolute psychopath who's killing women left, right, and centre, and doing it in a in a pretty brutal way. And like the, the climax of the film is her fight, like like finding his location, and uh, she's got a set of night vision goggles on, or, or no, he has, mm. and she's walking around the, uh, the the house in the pitch black, like petrified. But the thing is, no matter how scared she is and how vulnerable she might be in those circumstances, and we're all allowed to be that, um, that doesn't get the better of her. And she, throughout the film, has to use her sort of like her savvy and her intelligence to figure out and find this guy. And also, you know, dance with uh, Anthony Hopkins' character, who's Hannibal Lecter, who Hannibal doesn't really like human beings. Well, he um, does. He like, does. He likes them on his dinner plate, hmm. doesn't he? And I think in Clarice, he sees someone who's quite pure and who doesn't have like the sort of like the, the, the shitty narcissistic qualities that he sees in most mm. human beings. And again, it's like, you know, coming back to Dorothy Gale, like she has that, 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 that level of pureness and, and sense of righteousness. And what, you know, she might not be the, you know, the, the, the toughest kid on the block, but that doesn't mean that doesn't scare her. She still does what she thinks is right. And so, yeah, I think like that's what makes Silence of the Lambs such a great film because without that understanding of that her impending doom or threat that characters such as Anthony Hopkins and, and, and Buffalo Bill have, it, do, it, it makes it such a better film. If, if, if she was like portrayed as this like absolute invincible tough guy, badass woman who could kick the ass, beat the shit out of all these, these demented criminals... Um, it wouldn't be half. It wouldn't have the jeopardy that that film portrays. Yeah, and um, and she what she, what do, she doesn't have physical strength. She has her brain and her wit and her empathy and um, and she uses all that to to you know uh, to to become the champion. And I think that's a fucking really engaging film. Yeah, and oh, so absolutely. yeah. So I thought, yeah, I'll go with old Chloe Starlin. Solid, mate. Solid. Jodie Foster, shout out to uh, being an absolute powerhouse badass mm. in fucking mm. Panic Room, man. Oh, yeah, she's great in that. Like, uh, yeah. And yeah, Tallulah, Bugsy Malone, kick-ass, mate. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, solid top fives, mate. Um, yeah, listeners, um, you'll, you'll see the artwork for this on all our social media um, mm-hmm. posts. Let us know... Um, what yours are and if there's any that you think we missed that we should have um, oh, we should have loads. discussed I'm sure but let's yeah. let's get that chat going in the threads yeah uh, we're back next time um yeah also I'm just going to quickly shout out that um if anybody's feeling generous uh there is a just giving page um that if you follow uh go and have a look on the hardcore listing socials or my socials um there's a just giving page for the refugees uh coming over from Ukraine into Poland um so yeah if you'd like to um donate that would be great there's a just giving page uh there so yeah anything you can do would be lovely thank you and all. when this comes out i think you will be out over there won't you if mate, this comes basically. out on monday i should be saturday sunday yeah i'll i'll, I'll be i'll be on the border yeah well uh, i would say that all all of us at 
who listen and are part of this just want you to have a safe travel mate and just be careful while you go out there it's you know respect you a lot for doing it uh, but just be take care of yourself mate yeah man cheers dude right we're back next time see you later cheers, peeps it's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.